Blog Talk Radio. Having put his hand 
to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. My message today, don't look back. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. Father God, touch me this morning, Father God. Use me, Lord, that I may help somebody. Somebody's lost soul, some trials of tribulation in someone's life. Lead me, Lord, that I may touch some father's child, some mother's boy, to ask what must I do to be saved. In the precious name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. Now, here we have Jesus. Jesus talking to a certain scribe and others following who were amongst his disciples. And they were saying that they wanted to follow Jesus. And Jesus was telling them in a roundabout way that you don't realize what you are asking. Jesus was telling them that they have to be committed. Be committed and stay focused. And oftentimes we want to live our lives for Christ, but the word keeps pulling. And it pulls us back down those old paths that we thought that we were done with. You can be minding your business and as the old folk used to say, bad news will beat you home. See, regardless of how hard you try, there's always going to be trouble calling on you in one direction or another. You do your best and keep on walking on the road with Jesus. And we've all heard that saying, misery, love, company. See, sometimes we, we as a people, we are our biggest problems. Regardless of where we are right now in our lives, we have a tendency to look back from where we came, from where and, and what we've done. And we think that we are not worthy, or better yet, we get stuck on what we used to do. See, first of all, that's your past. That's not who you are right now. Let your past go. Don't hold on to it. See, let man, man, Hold on to it for you. Man will hold on to your past. If you don't believe me, just ask them. Do you remember what brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so did back in the day? Trust me, they'll tell you. If you allow them to, man will ride your back. But in the words of Martin Luther King, a man can't ride your back unless it's bent. Keep that in mind. Don't worry about man. The Bible says in Job 4.8, As I have seen those who plow iniquity and sow trouble reap the same. You live your life for Christ. And let the Savior, let Jesus take care of the rest. Jesus says, if your hand is on the plow, you can't plow a straight row 
because you're too busy looking back. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, any man be in Christ. He is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. See, let your past be just that, your past. Get on the road with Christ and, and keep putting one foot in front of the other. Just keep saying, I'm on my way, Lord. You hold on to God's unchanging hand. See, from time to time, troubles may come calm. Don't worry about the troubles. You just keep thinking about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. See, you can't talk to me enough about Jesus. I'm not going to focus on my troubles. I'm going to focus on my Savior. I'm not going to worry about what sister so-and-so said or brother so-and-so said. I'm going to keep my eye on my Savior. You can't talk to me enough about Jesus. You can never tell me enough how he turned water into wine. You can never tell me enough how demons tremble at the sound of his voice. You can never tell me enough at how they cower at the mere mention of his name. How he restored with a glimpse. How he healed and restored the leper. How the crippled soul threw crutches away. How they left Jesus running, skipping, and praising his name. You can't tell me enough about Jesus. How he opened the blind eye with the touch of his finger. How he healed without cause. How he walked on the water like a pedestrian on the street. Elegance to his enemies and holy boldness to his friends. He spoke peace to a raging storm. How the waves laid down when he said, Peace, be still. You can't talk to me enough about peace. You just keep walking on the road without faith. Don't worry about your yesterday. See, on your walk, troubles. Troubles may come from your past. But Philippians 3.13 says, But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Don't worry about your past, you just keep walking and saying, I'm going to hold on to God's unchanging hand. I'm on my way, Lord. Stop looking back. Genesis 19:26 says, but his wife looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. Don't look back. Look at today and look at your tomorrow and say, thank you, Jesus. I'm on my way, Lord. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. See, we've been broken at one point in life and time or another. But remember, regardless if we've been broken or not, a broken crown can steal color. Say, thanks to Jesus. I'm holding on, Lord. Say, thank you, Lord, for my journey. Thank you, Lord, for my up. Thank you, Lord, for my down. 
thank you, Lord, for my good day. And thank you for your mercy on my back. You said, Father, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. See, while I'm walking, I just want to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for your blood. Thank you for your suffering. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you, Father, so that we could have a right to the tree of life. See, life will bring you down. Life will beat you down if you allow it. Don't look back. Don't worry about what's behind you. Look forward to what God has in store for you. You just hold on to God's unchanging hand. And I know in life there's times where our plate, our plate gets full. I think about John 5:24. It says, most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment but it has passed from death unto life. Don't worry about your yesterday. Focus on your tomorrow. This verse, this verse reminds me of a talk that I had with a dear departed uncle. My uncle was a, a church going man, He was a powerful preacher, a powerful man of God. And they had sent him home to wither because he had found out that he had cancer. They gave him six months to live. But he fought that cancer for 26 years. I came home one day, and we were in the yard, and he was so full of the Holy Ghost, and he was telling me about a sermon that he had heard. He, he was all worked up, and he said, I wish, I wish that I could remember in the way that the preacher had given the message. He had given it, but, son, I just wish that I could remember it. He said, he said there was a dinner table in heaven one day, and at the head of the table that God the Father. And on one side of him, that old man time, and beside him sat death. And on the other side of God, the Father, sat grace. And beside grace sat mercy. And on the other end of the table, facing God, the Father, sat the Son, Jesus. And on this day, God, the Father, said, I don't know what I'm going to do with man. I've given them life, and they still don't believe. I've flooded the earth, and they still believe. I just don't know what I'm, I'm going to do to convince man to turn from their wicked ways. And while they were at the table, old man time said, Stop. You give them to me. You've given them more than enough time. Allow me to go down and end all, end all time. An old man just said, go and let me just touch him, Father. Let me go down and, and just touch the soul. But Grace said, don't allow old man time and death to go. They said, Father, man is blind right now and cannot see. Mercy chimed in and said, Father, I agree with grace. Father, they're lost sheep right now and just can't find their way. And at that time, Jesus, sitting across from the Father, spoke up and said, Father, send me. Send me, Father. I'll go. And I want to take grace and I want to take your mercy with me. 
I'll be the shepherd of the flock through your grace and through your mercy. You see, at times, I imagine the Father's place was full. It made me think about the place that we carry around every day, worrying about our yesterdays, worrying about our past. We put it on the plate, and we move a little further. How we can not only get full of life's challenges, but we can get overwhelmed. We all know that life has a way of pulling at you. And as soon as you think you've gotten over one hurdle or one obstacle, here comes another. So while you're sitting back trying to figure out how to fix it or handle it, you put it on your plate and you walk a little further. But hold on. See, I would go as far to say that at times in our lives, we feel as though we can't handle anything else on our plate. That is one more thing is going to cause us to lose our mind. But just hold on. I can even say that there has been times that we couldn't handle it anymore and we just break down and get on bended knees with tears flowing from the well of our eyes. We sit back and we think about what we have to deal with and we, we sit back and we deal with who said this and what they're doing and how I'm going to make ends meet. This one is sick and that one is passed on and the worries and the stress. But I, when I look to my left and I see grace and, and, and when I look to my right and I see mercy, hold on to God's unchanging hand. See, your place is full and you've come to your end's means. You're tired of trying to figure out ways to get everything done. You make one step forward just to make two back. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. Things, sometimes things come up and you can't take it anymore. And then I sit back and, and I think about the scripture that says, most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him, hold on to God's unchanging hand. It makes me stop and think about all the turmoil, all the trials, all the tribulation on our place all the pain, all the hurt, all the suffering on our plate, all the sleepless nights, all the worry, all the tears that we shed on our plate. And I decided I was going to turn my plate over to Jesus. See, I heard someone say, I met a man one day. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. See, for all of my trials and all of my tribulations, I remember grace on my lap. For all of the suffering, for all of the pain, for all of the hurt, for all of the sleepless nights, I remember mercy on my right side. I decided I'm going to scrape all of my burdens off of my plate, all of my words off of my plate, all of the sicknesses off of my plate. And then I'm going to use my tears that's running from the well of mine eyes, and I'm going to wash my plate clean. When I sit back and, and I think about the goodness of the 
to God's unchanging hand. Don't worry about your past. Don't worry about the trial. Don't worry about the tribulation. Don't worry about the suffering. Don't worry about the hurt. Don't worry about those trials and those tribulations. You got grace on one side. You got mercy on the other. But remember, in the center, you got Jesus Christ. We were bought with the price. He hung and died so we could have a right. So when problems come along in our life, call on Jesus. When things get right, call on Jesus. When you hear the, the new noise, call on Jesus. When they tell you that your child, your loved one is sick, call on Jesus. Look at grace and look at mercy. Call on Jesus. That name above every name. He's the light of the world, the king of kings, the Lord of lords. Emmanuel, the way, the truth, and the life. He lives in you. He lives in me. Call on Jesus. Apostle Mercer said something early. The Bible says we're two. Are that in my I shall be in the midst. Look around to your sister. Look around to your brothers in Christ. Where two or three are that in my He says, I shall be in the midst. You sit back and you think about all the things that the Lord has done for us. And all we have to do is close our eyes and think about Jesus. All we need is a touch from Jesus. We're all sinners saved by grace. He changes our wrongs and our lives and makes them right. And we all stand in the need of prayer. But when we call on it, we have confidence. We know that he's there. He reaches his hand down, and he pulls us through. All we have to do is hold on, unchanging hand. Father God, thank you this morning, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All we need is a touch from you, Lord. Just a touch. A touch from you. Father, we're all, all of your faith of God. We need you, Lord, and we need you right now. Everyone is going through something in their life. Father God, forgive us for our wrongdoing. Forgive us when we judge one another. Because we don't know that other saints' story. We don't know what they're going through. Only you, Father. Strengthen us where we'll be. Stand us up, Father, upright. When we can't stand on our own. Guide us, Lord, our every footstep. 
Because we need you, Lord. Give us strength to hold on to your unchanging faith. Father God, you said in your word, all we needed was faith the size of a seed of money. Father God, be with us, Lord. Let your grace and your mercy rain down on us, Father. For we need you. We need you, Lord, right now. Be with us, God. Keep us so we shall be kept. Guide us so we shall be guided. We need you, Lord. In the present name of Jesus. Amen. And right now, what I would like to do, I would like to have a little communion, a little communion this morning, so we can touch everyone. We can all be on the same accord with our hearts and our minds on our Lord and our I would like for you to get your cup. I would like for you to get your drink so it can be blessed. I would like for you to get your bread so it can be blessed. So we can have communion. We need it right now. And while you're doing that, while you're getting your cup, while you're getting your stuff, while you're getting your bread, I'm going to read from First Corinthians to give you time to get everything together. First Corinthians, the 11th chapter. at the 17th verse reads now in giving these instructions I do not praise you since you come together not the better for the words for first of all when you come together as a church I hear that there are divisions amongst you and in part I believe it but there must also be functions among you that those who are approved may be recognized among you. Therefore, when you come together in one place, it is not to eat the Lord's Supper, or in eating, each one takes his own supper ahead of others. And one is hungry, and another is drunk. What? What do you not have houses to eat and drink in? Or do you despise the church of God and shame those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you in this? I do not praise you. Now the word says, I receive it from the Lord, that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as as you drink, in remembrance of 
Let us pray. Oh, Father God, we started this covenant with you, Lord, today. Thanking you, Father, for waking us up this morning with our hearts in rhythm and our minds on thee. Father God, let us eat this bread, drink this wine, not only in remembrance of thee, but to cast away all of our trials and all of our tribulations in a sea of a forgetfulness so we can wipe our plates clean of our past, but fill our plates with your grace, your mercy, and you, Father, in the name of in the name of Amen. Amen. Now let us eat together as we eat for bread. Amen. Amen. Now let us sit together with our cup as we drink. Amen. Amen. The Bible says he had given thanks. He broke it and said, This is my body. It is broken for you. Do this in the remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Amen. 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 And remember, don't worry about your yesterdays. Don't worry about the up or the down, what you've been through. That's your past. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. Hold on to God, unchanging hand. He'll never leave you, nor forsake you. Don't get overwhelmed. You have grace on one side. You have mercy on the other. And you have Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. You have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost that lives within each and every one of us. Lean on God's grace, God's mercy, and hold on. As we have benediction this morning, I want you to open up your hearts. And if you have a loved one with you, hold on to their head. And if they're not with you, grab their spirit and wrap your arms around me. Glory to God. Now to him who's able you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to God our Savior who alone is wise. Be glory 
and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Let all of the saints of God say amen, amen, and amen again. Thank you for blessing my soul this morning. And I hope and I pray that I tell some father's boy, some mother's child, that what must I do to be saved? Hold on to God unchanging. Apostle Mercy, you have blessed me this morning. I want to thank you once again. God bless you too, Reverend Lucas. Truly, that was an awesome word from God. I'm in awe right now how God does things, that his grace puts you in a position of authority, had you to connect with leaders all over this United States and probably the world. I'm sure you can't share everything. But to know that there are people in position of authority that can show mercy to our um, individuals, to our immigrants, and to show there's people in high places that can really hear you and see what can be done to make the crooked straight. God is such a good God, such an awesome God. I thank you for your time, how you've come on the radio with us, and how you have shared your experience, the Word of God. Uh, Mother Lucas, we thank you for just being an intercessor and praying with us on the fivefold ministry. Reverend Lucas, we want you to continue to be our guest and to come on. So many people were curious about you. They wanted an interview. So thank you for sharing that information that God is high. He had people in position to make a difference in our lives. God bless you. Truly, we thank you so much. Do you have any closing remarks you would like to say before we close our, our radio broadcast for today? Just remember, each and every one of us has something in common. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, each and every one of us have our own story to tell. And we can't judge one another. Everyone does not think the way that you think. They don't think the way that I may think. But again, the one common denominator was our Lord and Savior Jesus. We're here to help one another. And just remember, you don't know my story. Say that to yourself. You don't know my story. Oftentimes we're misunderstood. Sometimes we're misguided. But we don't know their story. We can't judge. All we can do as Christians is do our best every day that God gives us the opportunity. We live our lives for Christ. The Bible says, Today is the day that the Lord has made. And as Christians, we shall, we shall rejoice in it. Live your life for Christ. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your day. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Hold on just a little while longer. Hold on. God's unchanging head. Everything's going to be all right. Arthur Mercer, thank you so much. You've humbled me and you've blessed my soul. You've blessed my soul this morning. I look forward to meeting you again. You take care of yourself and you be blessed. Be blessed. Thank you now. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen.
אין מעשור. מעשור. שזה אימן. מאה מיל הבובונדו. Amen, and God bless you and your family, and we give all praises to God. Thank you for your time today. You've been listening to Reverend Raymond Lucas on the Fivefold Ministry broadcast, and you can hear him once again, and he comes on the radio station to grace us with the word of God. Thank you again, sir. Have a nice day. You too, ma'am. Be blessed. Amen. Amen.